Each of us has a mission, a purpose given to us by God. In this gospel passage we just heard, it's an instruction of Jesus to the twelve, but I think it can also help us too to understand our own mission. First, you'll notice it starts the very first word, it's Jesus. Jesus summoned the twelve. It starts with Jesus. Jesus is the one who calls us. In the Gospel of John, we read, it was not you who chose me, I chose you. Each of us has been chosen by Jesus, whether we are aware of it or not. Second, he doesn't send them out alone. He sends them out two by two. We need each other on mission. More specifically, we need to be plugged into a faith community. It keeps us from heading off on our own agenda. Ministering, ministering with others can give us a needed reality check. And we are supported in our mission by the prayers of one another. I think for me, one of the ways that was beautifully illustrated was one of our own 830 Mass people, Mike Gar, spent three and a half years in Africa. And I know in talking with him how much it meant to him to know that we were praying for him uh, and his mission there. But it's not just when we go off to Africa, each of us, um, in whatever our particular ministry, our particular calling, that each other, we can support each other with our prayers. A third piece, Jesus instructs them to take nothing for the journey. Now, that's a big piece. Most of us have a lot of stuff, all right? What does taking nothing mean? I think one way of understanding that is taking nothing means relying on God for everything. Our stuff, and whether it's our material things or our degrees or whatever, it can delude us into thinking that it depends on us when really it's about God. Praying every day helps us to remember that. It helps us to rest in God's strength and guidance. And then fourth, Jesus gave them authority over unclean spirits. What do we mean by unclean spirits? I think one way to understand an unclean spirit is things like greed, violence, arrogance, self-hatred, prejudice, despair. St. Irenaeus described the glory of God as a human being fully alive. And so an unclean spirit is anything that deadens the human person, that keeps us from being fully alive, fully the person the creation that God made us to be. So I think it receiving authority to overcome unclean spirits, it might be the patience and love of a grandmother over many years, helping a grandchild overcome rejection. It might mean refusing to go along with a stereotype contained in a joke or refusing to pass on gossip. How do we overcome unclean spirits? And then 
The fifth piece I wanted to mention is it says they preach repentance. Now, repentance, it certainly can mean to repent from sin, to change our ways, but the emphasis is on that, that, that change piece, that repentance, it comes from the Greek word metanoia. It means to go beyond the mind we have. It means to try to see as God sees. And so to preach repentance means to try to help people to open up their minds to God's presence, to God's love for each of us. Sometimes we do that, like me, standing up here. I think most often we do it by our actions, by our words to one another. Um, help to communicate God's love for each person, an unconditional love. This gospel passage can help us understand more about the mission we have from God. One who had a profound understanding of God's mission was St. John Henry Newman. I will close with a quote from him. God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I may know, never know it in this life, but I shall be told it in the next. I am a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. God has not created me for naught. I shall do good. I shall do his work. I shall be an angel of peace, a preacher of truth in my own place, while not intending it if I do but keep his commandments. Therefore, I will trust him. Whatever I am, I can never be thrown away.